From the over-the-top studios at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Boulder Ballet is the Nutcracker series with Dionysios Mitsios. I actually said your name correctly this time, didn't I? You did. And Rania, you got to help me with the last name. Caralambidu. I would never have said it as beautifully as you just <laughs> did. Thank you. Now, we were lucky enough to visit with uh, Danny, or do you prefer? No, Danny's fine. Okay. Danny. Um, Rania, let's let's start with you because uh, I'd really like to get your backstory. How did okay. you get involved with Boulder Ballet and why the Nutcracker? Uh, Boulder Ballet. Okay. Uh, I think Danny has told you the story of how we ended up here, which, which was a little bit of chance and a little bit of uh, circumstances. Uh, we were uh, on a trip to see some friends, and then on the way back, our flight to Chicago got canceled, and we decided to get rerouted to Denver. And uh, when we got here, we decided that we wouldn't get a hotel room, and we would go and sightsee since we had never seen the Rockies or Denver. Um, and that's what we did. It was 6 p.m. Uh, we went and rented a car and got some recommendations or, on where to go and what to see. Uh, and then we hopped in the car, went down, down ten Denver, and then we went to uh, Lookout Mountain to uh, see the view from up there. And uh, we decided to take a nap. I think it was 11 p.m. And uh, somebody woke us up. Some kids that were there woke us up. And we were like, what are we going to do now? And Danny said, um, well, I know of a little town here close by. Um, it's called Boulder. Do you want to see how far it is and check it out? I said, sure, why not? Our flight was leaving at like 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. And uh, we looked it up, and it was just 20 minutes away. <laughs> and we're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and so we did. I think we got uh, into Boulder around 12-ish. It was midnight. And um, we parked the car, and we started walking around. And we found this bar that was open. We went in, came out. And then some college kids were running around the streets, and they dropped some money, and I found the money, and I said, oh, this is a sign. Maybe, maybe this is telling us something. <laughs> and then after that, um, we, we walked around a little bit. We saw this, um, uh, there were some flyers, and uh, I took one, and uh, I opened it, and I saw ballet. And I said, oh, they have a ballet company here. Wouldn't it be funny if we worked here? And sure enough, we got back to Texas and sent our uh, resumes to Anna and Peter at the time, and they invited invited us to come audition, and we did, and then uh, they took us, so we're here. That so. is just the most amazing story to me. I love it. <laughs> and, and actually, a correction, when I told the podcast, I did say incorrectly, it was her idea, not mine, to audition here. Okay. So I need to correct myself. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did the two of you meet? Um, we went uh, to the same college. I was a uh, freshman, and he was graduating. And we weren't supposed to be in the same college because he uh, had gone away his junior year to study at a Nutmeg Conservatory. And then he returned back to finish his degree, and I came in as a freshman. And we met. We were both in the dance program there, and uh, that's how we met. Now... Just to get back to the Nutcracker, uh, who are you in the Nutcracker this year? Okay, so uh, I am adult Clara, and then I am the lead marzipan. So I switch. And I also dance uh, as a party parent, 
And that's it. That's all the roles I have. That's it. But I'm not complaining. Yeah, I was going to say. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> now, have you done any of those roles before? I have. All of them. All of them? Last year, here. At Boulder Ballet? Yes. Oh, well, we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. And uh, which performances will you be doing each of those at? Uh, I think I'm performing two or three uh, at Mackie and uh, as adult Clara and then one in Longmont as adult Clara and one as Marzipan. Okay. Now, Danny, what's it like? Uh, here you are with your significant other, and, I mean, you're working out the performance schedule. What's it like to have to go through rehearsals together? Your schedules just must be crazy. Um, actually, well, at least here at Boulder, our schedules are pretty – they coincide in terms of, you know, we go to work together, so we actually can live it with just one car. We left our other car in Florida, which I use for – my Coast Guard duty when I go down there. And uh, and so our schedule is the same. We both come to Boulder Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And sometimes I have to wait for her. Sometimes she has to wait for me, you know, because our, maybe our rehearsals are a little different. We finish earlier than others. But um, in terms of scheduling, it's actually been, uh, here in Colorado at least, it's been pretty it's smooth. It actually sounds kind of convenient. Yeah, and actually at home, it's kind of funny. So we live in Longmont, and my part-time job is two blocks away from our place. So... I just walk to my part-time job, and then she has the car to her disposal. Now, uh, you don't happen to work at a restaurant, do you? I mean, that's no. kind of how you had your beginnings in the workforce as a child, correct? It is correct, <laughs> but uh, I feel like I lived my entire professional <laughs> restaurant career already, which I, I did everything. My parents allowed me to do literally everything. Like, at 12 years old, I was doing the bookkeeping. Like, I was sh my dad was like, all right. It was like one summer. He said, okay, you're going to do all the bookkeeping at night. You can put it in your backpack, and you're going to bicycle to the bank and deposit it. So here I am, this little kid, bicycling down, for those of those who know Jacksonville, San Jose Boulevard, and I was going to what was American Bank at the time. Now it's called, I think, I think now it's been bought up by Fifth Thirds. And, um, and so I would go in there, and uh, I would go through the business drive through because that's what my dad did. And the lady was like, oh, you're in, the wrong, you're in the wrong lane, honey. And I was like, no, 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 this is the right lane. And she would open up be like, with her big, you know, with her big face, and uh, so, but no, uh, my part-time job in Longmont actually is uh, I work for uh, management and engineering services, and I am a cold fusion developer. So I develop websites and graphic design and stuff like that, and database, because my other degree is in computers. Now, what do your coworkers think of you as a dancer? Oh, they're totally uh, uh, supportive. I uh, would think so. That uh, actually, my 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 supervisor, uh, Mike, his uh, his daughter's in music, and so he totally just is highly supportive. And he's like, "So let me guess, you're not gonna be here Tuesday because of rehearsal?" And like he, you know, he the schedule works around my dance schedule, which is what I told them when I got hired. When they were, they were super cool about it. Now, Rania, what else do you do? I teach yoga. And do you enjoy that? Or actually, do you have a lot of clients from the dance company? Actually, I don't. <laughs> I run after them, try to get them to come to class, but they won't come. I think everybody's just so busy. Um, I love teaching yoga. Yeah, it's a nice addition to um, the dance career because um, dancing can be competitive or you tend to push yourself and uh, be judgmental and hard on yourself, not just you, but also the people that you work for, even though here it's great. Um, so yoga is uh, the opposite. 
where you learn to be patient with yourself and just uh, listen to your body and not push to the limit as much as you would in dance. And uh, it's a different experience, and I enjoy having that balance. Now, a question to both of you. I'd really like to hear what you both have to say on this because, I mean, I look at you as just really incredible athletes in what you do, and really what you're doing is very competitive because you're trying for limited roles. And uh, how does that work? Are you? Is there a sense of team among a dance company? I mean, you're all really competing against each other. So how do you get a sense of, of togetherness at a company? I think that it is important to have a sense of togetherness so that the experience of every dancer there is uh, positive. I mean, and, I would think so. Yeah, and uh, it's really up to uh, the person running the company and also it's up to the individual dancers to keep that going. Uh, sometimes it's not as easy because people don't want to be that way. Uh, they, dancers do tend to be competitive because it's the nature of this career. Um, however, personally, I like to promote the team uh, environment because we're all different. So whether you, you can uh, have a certain level of technique, having a certain level of technique is a must to be part of a, of a company. Uh, so that's a given. And other than that, we're all different people and we have different things to offer uh, into a role. So it's important to, th to remember that and think of that. So how can I compete with something different? So I'm a human being, the other person is a human being, and we're not really competing because we are different. So they bring something different, I bring something different, everybody brings something different, and that's the beauty of it. And then together, I think, um, uh, that's what people come to see. Uh, those those different individuals uh, bringing that something, that gift that they have on stage, and that's what people come to see. Um, yeah. Great answer, Danny. Thank you. Uh, we're we're very much in agreement, and it is very much about um, it. Is, it is a lot about leadership. Uh, you know, we've been in companies where the leader, the person in the front, is actually pushing the competition and creating a toxic environment. I, don't, I mean, that's not the case here in Boulder, uh, which is great. Uh, we, we actually appreciate that. Because um, I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm shorter than Matt as an example, so I'm not going to be in the same roles as Matt would be. It doesn't make sense, you know. Uh, or uh, or someone may may look more cute than someone else. I don't know. And it's just – and the, the, it's all about the purpose, and the purpose is for us to come together and either tell a story or to move you through – an emotional piece or to make you laugh or to make you cry and you really can't fulfill your mission if you're too busy competing so it is is it competitive for me the competition ends at the audition to be honest with you I, I, I'm, I'm going for the job once I get the job the purpose is the show and if the person in charge thinks I'm best I make the show better by being a rat king then I'll be rat king and I, I, and they have that knowledge. They're seeing it from the outside, and I appreciate the big picture look. So for me, it's more about giving back to the audience. Because at the end of the day, if if they don't feel it, then they're not going to come. And if they're not come, then I don't have a job anyway, and that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's just poor. That's just economics. Now I have to say, watching you as the Rat King last Saturday uh, with the mice, you have a magic about you with the kids. 
they just really gravitate to you and and you seem to build the rodent team <laughs> i mean you are out to get the soldiers <laughs> no I, I i definitely rally the troops uh and uh and anna noticed that and she's like you're having a little too much fun and i was like and i, I was like yeah you know and uh, i said but this year we're gonna win and she's like danny you can't win <laughs> Now, how do the kids feel about always having to lose as mice? Oh, but they're they, not losing. They're not, lose, <laughs> not losing, but they definitely feed into the joke. Like I remember one time, um, it was a uh, it was this past show. They were dragging me off, and as they got to the wing, one of the little girls uh, looked down at me and she goes, "Danny, we lost again." And I <laughs> and she said it in the most like sorry but funny like comical ironic way possible like she knew we were gonna lose but she just had to tell me <laughs> now Rania, how supportive are you and danny of each other if someone doesn't get a role or i mean how does that work out um i mean it can get rough at, at times uh mostly because we are hard on ourselves so the other person has to be there for the other person um but uh, I think that us both being dancers, we understand each other the best. <laughs> In other words, when you're with a non-dancer, I think that they don't quite understand what that is like. Um, you have people saying, oh, you just dance. Well, so what's the big deal with that? It's just, just dancing. So, okay. But it's really important to us. Uh, how it's we your do life. It, yeah, how we do in the studio and what parts we get and this and that and the other. So when we are too hard on ourselves, then the other person is there for us. So that's that's great. And, and I think um, in, in in our relationship, uh, I always joke that she's the she's the she's the uh, she's the better the better one. And uh, and people laugh so that when I say that. And I, was, and I said, um, and then someone's like, "Oh, does that bother you?" I was like, "No." I was like. The, diff the thing is, like, because we've been on this journey together for so long, I know how hard she's worked, and she knows how hard I've worked. So it's almost like every time an accomplishment happens, it's a, uh, it's kind of like the parent that sees their kid make, you know, uh, succeed in something. You're just so excited for that person, like, you know, if casting goes up and you know she's Clara, I'm stoked. I'm I'm so excited, you know. Or like, uh, there was one year in Ballet San Antonio, she got um, she was Vasilia in Firebird, you know, and. And everyone was like, and you know, people looked at me. I was, like, I was like, you know how hard she worked. That's that's great, you know. And I'm in the back. I was doing a core part, but I, I it didn't bother me, you know. And uh, I think that also helps, like the fact that we've been there for this whole process. That it's gotten to the point that I'm, I'm comfortable in my skin, and I know who I am, and she's comfortable in her skin. And now it's just to the point that it's like, you know, we're just we're kind of like cheerleaders for each other. So you can really push each other in a good way, but you're also there to support each other. Yeah. What a cool relationship. Thank you. <laughs> now, Danny, I do have to say, in our first interview uh, a few days ago, you were talking about how when you were six years old, you'd go to work in a tux. And I said, now you probably have some roles every now and then of you in a tux where you're dancing. And one of the photos you sent to post with your podcast was you in a tux. That is correct. <laughs> was that per on purpose? No, it I, was. I, actually, it wasn't on purpose. Um, that picture just came out. It was last season, and I really liked it. And Miss um, um, uh, Sue uh, took it, and she's a phenomenal photographer. And um, and and then when she took it, I was I actually went straight on my CV, like 
immediately. I was like, oh, that's a good picture. But that's just ironic that you said tux and I happen to have a picture of a tux. <laughs> I promise you. Well, I really appreciate both of you stopping by our studios here at Scratch Labs. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I look forward to many more interviews. Boulder Ballet is the Nutcracker series with Dionysios Mitsios and Rania Caralambidu. And I'm George Thomas.